and out a warning. It was hardly my fault if they thought I was just larking about. Thus begins I Had a Hammer, one of the many short tales compiled in Frank's latest book. In a recent review of the book, culture blog The Dabbler wrote, Frank Key is a one-man genre. His world is fully formed and sits at a 45-degree angle to our own. It has its own geography, a lot of spinnies and marshes and wharves, and a cast of indelible characters, notably the relentless pamphleteer Dobson, misadventurer Blodgett, plucky heroine Tiny Enid, and fictional athlete Bobnet Tavol. But the whole of our universe is in there too, viewed through the prism of key logic. The story, I Had a Hammer, is a prime example of one of Key's inimitable motifs. A phrase, a name, or in this case, song lyric, snags his attention, and following that bizarre but strangely irrefutable Key logic, a chain of events will be extracted from it to lead, by startling twists, to a macabre or frightening or pathetic conclusion. The internet is mostly a horrible place, full of porn and Facebook fights and conspiracy theorists, but scattered in the mud are rare gems, such as Frank Key. By buying this book, you'll be doing an invaluable thing. You'll be assisting the gaiety of the universe. As I nestled down for the night in a border chalet, I inspected my hammer and was pleased to see that it was almost as good as new. There were a couple of scuff marks and quite a lot of blood, but otherwise it looked as if it would serve me well for as long as I continued hammering all over as many lands as I descended upon, like an angel of death with my hammer. folks hootingyard.org tell him norm sent you and frank will give a mild grunt of acknowledgement under his breath and entirely to himself from wherever he happens to be at the moment it's travel time between my brothers and my sisters all, all over this land Drabbles are stories exactly 100 words no more no less send yours into drabblecast at yahoo.com this week's travel is called Curses Foiled Again by Chris Hugh. Chris is a lawyer and aspiring novelist. She lives in Silicon Valley with her husband and two cats. Her cat Twitch was in the I Can Has Cheeseburger Lolcat book, How to Take Over Te World, a lolcat guide to winning. Twitch would like to add that it made the New York Times bestseller list September 2009. Well, meow. Check out Chris's blog at chrishugh.blogspot.com. The strange alien spacecraft rocked and bucked and spilled the strange alien captain under the gray alloy floor. He emitted strange alien expletives as his underlings timidly backed away. Yet again the captain had aimed the death beam at one of the Earth's rural inhabitants, and yet again the shiny reflective lining of the Earthman's traditional headgear aimed it straight back at him. The aliens gave up. Earth could not be conquered. The Earthling waved a triumphant farewell, his baseball cap's aluminum lining catching the sun's rays, the brightness making the aliens wince. Curses! The captain said. 
Approximately 100,000 bees. Oh, no, not the bees! Ah! I'm out of my eyes! Ah! Killing me won't bring back your goddamn honey! <laughs> Nicole's the editor of Blind Eye Books, and her novel Turnskin won the Lambda Literary Award for science fiction, fantasy, and horror. This story first appeared in Space Squid magazine, which rocks the house harder than a passing two ton mole. Go check them out at spacesquid.com. So without further ado, we bring you Primary Pollinator by Nicole Kimberling. When Dr. Lopez came for me, I was plunging the geolab toilet. She carried a red stickle suit in one hand and a spray can of antifungal lubricant in the other. Great news, Oliver. Big Spike is in season, Dr. Lopez said. He finally wants to fertilize thick root. My lip curled into an involuntary sneer of disgust, and Dr. Lopez's smile twisted downward. Mine was not the reaction she'd hoped for. I was the primary pollinator for the northwestern quadrant of UNSF-controlled Bora. Every six months, the native sentient trees, called Barante, came into flower, and it was my job to ensure that pollen got from one Barante to another without incident. The rest of the time, I mopped floors and plunged toilets in the biobubble. Before the great outward migration, the Barante were pollinated by the Bora monkey bird. Then the United Nations Space Force imported athlete's foot to Bora, and the monkey bird came to an itchy extinction. Oh, maybe you'd rather not go, Dr. Lopez smirked. I can call your parole officer and tell him you're sick. I'll go. I set the plunger aside. The commander of the first UNSF mission, racked by a guilty and pernicious infection, swore that the Barante species would not perish alongside the monkey bird. Then, like all pioneering dealmakers, he left the actual work to someone else. Human proxies took on the monkey bird's role, ensuring that non-violent offenders like myself, with an interest in science, can find work-release jobs on alien worlds. I'll use the blue stickle suit, I said. Big Spike doesn't like that one. She thrust the red suit at me. He says the spines are too soft. He wants bigger bristles. He says they're more sensation. I took the suit from her wrinkled, chickeny hand. When did he say he'd be blooming? Tonight, so you'll have time to finish that before you go. Dr. Lopez crossed her arms. I don't think I need to tell you how important Big Spike is. You watch your mouth while you're pollen intoxicated. took some lunch and a land crawler and left the encampment, heading north through the jungle. None of the exobotanists would want to do my job. I'm not so sure they would like Big Spike too much if they had to routinely disperse his pollen. Actually, I'm fairly certain that they'd become suddenly disenchanted with this entire planet if they had to walk around on it, ankle-deep in insects, greased up and squished into a rubber suit. 
Dr. Lopez liked to talk about what the lush, wild power of Bora taught us about our own human nature. And I've learned a lot. I've learned that even on alien planets, everything shits and shit always falls down. And I learned how much I hated Big Spike. I never even tried to hide it. Sometimes I thought he got off on my hatred of him. Other times I thought he just didn't believe me. Big Spike's expanded grove encompassed about five square acres. Hundreds of species of arboreal animals, avians, lizards, even a few primitive mammals sheltered within his big, sprawling arms. His central flowering column was as big as a house, and I could park my land crawler in his pollen chamber. Big Spike was the largest single organism on the planet, and yet he couldn't be satisfied with that. He still needed to strangle my friend Spotty to death in order to grow even more massive. Spotty was a skinny Barante of uncertain lineage. Big Spike thought Spotty was germinated from a seed brought to the northwestern quadrant by human saboteurs, or worse yet, washed ashore by a deep oceanic current. Spotty inhabited just a few square yards on the edge of the orange ocean, and Big Spike was determined to squeeze him out. When I complained to Dr. Lopez, she brought up the usual arguments against intervening in alien biological progression. Dr. Lopez didn't like Spotty. She didn't like anything weak except tea. She and Big Spike are two of a kind. They like strong, healthy organisms who outcompete weaker ones. Spotty had no chance against them. We all knew it. Spotty was barely alive, and Big Spike couldn't have been more pleased. I arrived to complete my mission, already suited up in my stickleback gear. I didn't really want to talk to Big Spike, so I hadn't turned on my communication headset. I stood in front of his enormous, mottled brown bud, waiting for it to open. Nothing. I reached out and massaged the brilliant green seam of Big Spike's budding pod, mimicking the motion of the extinct monkey bird, licking at the sap. More sap oozed out, but nothing else happened. No flowering. I scowled and turned on the headset. Far so inferior. Even a crippled monkey bird on his last limb could do a better job at arousing me than you could. I'd be better served by importing one of those earth animals. What are they called? Elephants, I think. I'd be better served by importing an elephant and simply training it to ram its head in my bud. Look, Big Spike, do you want to pollinate thick root or not? I asked. Oh, you're finally listening to me. That's a relief. I would feel so violated being entered without any conversation at all. Oh, come on, like you had any meaningful chats with all those monkey birds, I said. Open up. It's not a voluntary thing, pollen boy. It's a response to pleasure. Come off it. I know you can control it, I said. Oh, did your pathetic little friend Spotty tell you that? Well, he'd just say anything to get a little inner chamber action, wouldn't he? Come on, Oliver, you know what I like. Right at the base of my bud. I shuddered, but crouched down and reached under the bud into the sticky and reeking sap beneath it. I rubbed hard on the slick, cold base and was rewarded with a gushing extrusion of stinking green sap. I had to jump back to avoid Big Spike's bud opening up like a flight hanger door. 
The five petals folded out, revealing a scalloped dais of variegated red and orange petals. The center of the bloom was a dark, deep, twisting invagination. The smell was unbelievable, fragrant, fruity, like the most exotic and intense wine ever imagined. When monkey birds had been alive, they'd flocked to each blooming, crowding each other out for a chance to drink of the nectar inside. Now it was just me in my stickle suit. I strapped on my backpack, ignited my headlamp, and started crawling through. Yeah, I bet you like the smell of that, Big Spike said as I wriggled through the slick, turgid folds. After about fifty feet, I came to the gymnasium-like space of the pollen chamber. A field of sticky, hairy stamens waved between me and the nectar spouts at the far side. As I stumbled through them, I heard the bud closing behind me. It wouldn't be open again until tomorrow morning, when a genuine involuntary reaction, the sunrise, triggered the bloom. In the meantime, I had ten hours to drink nectar and hang around inside this asshole I despised. So, I got another loop on your friend, Big Spike said. Won't be long now. I frowned. Big Spike was looping his own, stronger roots around Spotty's and cinching them off, depriving Spotty of nutrients and water. Why do you have to do that? I suddenly asked. Well, it's my prerogative as the dominant life form to do whatever pleases me, said Big Spike. We were fortunate to have humans come along. It brought some order to our society. How do you mean? I sat down next to a nectar conduit, stroking it briefly until it started to leak sugary sap. The stuff was mildly hallucinogenic, and so I took it in measured doses to soften the wearing edge of Big Spike's personality. Random breeding, fertilization by stupid beasts, those were not effective ways to make sure our society flourished. Take the example of Thick Root. She's a fine old matron, about to seed for the last time. The young one who grows up through her corpse will have every advantage, easily following along her root lines to twine with mine in the great healing web beneath. Shouldn't you call it the great pruning noose beneath? A place of love, a place of Welcome to the House of Pride show, live from San Francisco, Wednesday, November 1st. No. Yes. yes. <laughs> Close enough. Thank you, Sergio. That's what I'm literally what I'm here for to remind you what day it is. <laughs> we'll be back with the show right after this word from the B-52s who performed last night in San Francisco.
All right, we're back. Good afternoon. House of Pride Radio. We've all assembled here in the control room here in San Francisco. Live from San Francisco. It's a live show. It's a live podcast That's coming right. right out of the, the belly of San Francisco. My co-host, Sergio Fadez. That's me. Fadez. Fadash. Fadash. You got it. That's oh my God, we need a soundboard. So <laughs> no, we <badly>. don't. <laughs> not, not, not with me in charge. We also have... Our very special guest. We have a DJ. Yes. Hey. Dan Karaska of uh, the Queer Cannabis Club. Yes. DJ Dan, Dank. DJ, DJ Dank. Dan Krakowska. That's Kr- me. Krakowska. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. Welcome. It was a good stab at it. <laughs> yes. Our first and only guest, Sergio is my co-host, so that doesn't count as a guest. That doesn't count as a guest. <laughs> I guess I've been here a few a few times to, uh, enough that I can, I'm, I'm off the guest list. Well, it's been a, <laughs> been a pretty minute, so wanting you update me and everyone listening, uh, what you've been up to, what's, Sergio, what's before we on? get into DJ Dang. Sure, sure. Um, well, I do a monthly party, Go Bang, which uh, I appear here on this wonderful show every month, uh, kind of before that Saturday hits. Every first Saturday at the Stud, it's a disco party. We've been going on for nine years. Disco. It's myself. Wow, nine years? Nine years. Uh, next month, it'll be nine years. But, you know, just like I thought I was 41 when I was already 40. I've, I've already thought I've been nine years since. <laughs> but next month, it'll be nine years. But we've been doing this for nine years. At the, uh, it's at the Stud. Steve Fabus. Prince Wolf and myself are the residents, or residence photographers, Gareth Gooch. And we have a couple of guests this month. Uh, we, we Last month, we did a Trocadero theme. month before that, September, we do our yearly Sylvester theme. Mm-hmm. This month, there's no theme. The theme is, it's just what it is. It's a tough time at the beginning of November. Huh? I mean, I, Halloween's already gone. Really, yeah. You're not at Thanksgiving yet. There's yeah. not really anything. Oh, I don't find it to be tough at all. I, I sometimes, I, I, in fact, I do like parties that are just for the heck of it. Uh, them- themes can be fun, but they also be, can, can be um, uh, limiting at, at, at some point. Our Guests are amazing. Local great DJ Suko Kwan, who goes by Shaka Kwan, and a guy from Shaka Kwan. Shaka Kwan. Shaka Kwan. Okay, and then I when when is the next one? This Saturday. This Saturday, and the, the other guest I'll be done after that is Infromal, a gentleman from the UK, from Hull in the United Kingdom. It's his third time. He is one of those we we we, we love our local DJ friends. Uh, we love uh, uh, you know a bunch of different kind of DJs out there. But one of the one of the things we've always valued is reaching out to people that we see uh, through SoundCloud or MixCloud or all the or these things. And this guy, we loved him. He we invited him over. He came over on vacation with his with his with his wife he felt he like was feeling the love he spread the gospel the past couple of years he's coming back and is so excited um fabulous yeah so he'll be playing and suko will be playing on saturday and that's that however mm. what's also what i love about uh the first week of the month is that i have the very i'm very fortunate to mm. uh, be a part of this great uh, party that's hit it's about one year or so mm. right um, we premiered uh, the first show of Puff in October of last year. Yeah. We didn't really start the monthly until 
the January and February. Okay, all right. Yeah. That's how it started. Yeah. So, so before we get into that, yeah, sorry, folks, just to reiterate, uh, the uh, going on nine years now, folks, listening to us, you, you have go. to, if you want something to do this Saturday, go on over to the stud, I'm going to say 10 you, o'clock. Uh, 9 o'clock nine starts, o'clock. Fi- uh, a little bit lower admission before 10 o'clock, so you want to get there between 9 and 10, otherwise it's 10 bucks all night. Uh, in fact, we had the privilege and the honor uh, this past month uh, to celebrate you uh, on your uh, special day. It was yes, and oh, um, thank you. I yes, wasn't expecting you. that. I was actually about to leave, and then <laughs> what? For, right now? And then Prince <laughs> dragged me in from the street with yes, Raza Vitalia, yeah. and yeah. then suddenly I was on stage with another uh-huh. birthday boy, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize you have this tradition. So, folks listening, um, Go Bang is it's a really a community experience because they do like um, they're very they engage us, us all. So that you do birthdays, you have guest DJs. You had a yes, guest DJ yes. that night. Uh-huh. It really was a great. experience. Experience. So, uh, if you want to get your like disco it. bang on, go to Go Bang this Saturday. That's right at 9 p.m. Yes, we've we've been very <laughs> lucky. We really appreciate the fact that during these nine years, we've we've uh, our circle of friends have grown and our circle of support has grown. Um, and to to make it a make it a thing where every month, no matter what the circumstances, hot, cold, uh, left or right, um, uh, uh-huh. friends come to celebrate. They come to let go. They come to dance. And this. We make it a welcoming, safe, comfortable place for everybody to, to uh, uh, sweat and dance. And yes. that's our goal. Get the disco ball rolling. We'll be right back with DJ Dang. All right, back at Hustle Pride Radio doing a little car wash up in here. Um, <laughs> so excited to have Sergio's to have our guests here with us. DJ Dank, who has a great Thanks, new Lita. show in San Francisco, can tell us all about us. First Thursday of the, of the month, it's called Puff. It's a queer <laughs> marijuana rock and roll drag party. Goes on from seven to ten at the stud. We have a lovely drag show. We have a stoner raffle where we actually give away marijuana products from our sponsors. Sergio here is our amazing DJ playing the best 420 tunes in town. And you know, we just have a good time. Um it's like it's a cloud a, nine. Yeah, pretty much. Purple haze cloud yeah, nine uh-huh, type uh-huh. thing, definitely. Mm-hmm. I was trying to segue and this song isn't really working. Well, <laughs> it's working if you can let it get to where they actually say puff. <laughs> We have to put. Wait, I have an idea. Let's put a beat behind it. It's got the long intro. It's a dance mix. It's a twelve inch mix. Well, Sergio, are you still DJing early on on Go Bang to come see your set? Um, yes, yes, you're, you're, I do. You, 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 you take one for the team in your uh, early set. Well, the, the take funny one th- for the team, Sergio. <laughs> well, the funny thing <laughs> well, is, rumors have it. Yeah, well, you know, it was, <laughs> they sure do. Especially when Kevin Spacey was <laughs> well, there. Let's not get started. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Anyhow, before we get too far off track, um, I want to talk more about your party. Oh, Dan, sure. Yes. Less, less well, about me taking it for a team. And Sergio, oh, rumor well. has it you are the DJ of uh, Puff. I am the DJ of Puff. The yeah, official DJ. Dank? Uh, yes. Okay. 
Thank you. Um, thank you for thank you for that, Dank. Um, in fact, let me just kind of backtrack. I've known I've known DJ Dank for a number of years. Um, I met him through other 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 adventures that he has oh, sure. put on that others have put on, and he's one of these people that I've always had an affinity for. He, as a performer and as a party organizer, has a lot of uh, empathy for those who work for him and a lot of concern for them. So he always takes care of you as someone who you collab- who collaborates with you. So I was really happy that he started this venture as Queer Cannabis Club. Um, I was happy to be his DJ, and and not not to harp on that, but I I always I always find it a really cool thing to have been there from the start. Oh yeah, and to have been there to see you, and you still continue to do the hustle and do the struggle. But it was a more of a hustle, more of a struggle when you're trying to build it up. Oh sure, yeah. Any any well any club, you never can let go. Never right. stop. Right. How how long have you been doing it? Um, well, it all started with I was working with Under the Golden Gate with Maria Connor, and we I ran across the marijuana community, which I never really had met that many people from or talked to them and as I started getting to know them I realized they were very similar to my drag community mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, and I just said have you guys ever come to any of our drag shows because I used to go to uh, uh, Meow Mix that Ferocia used to host right. oh that's and a trip would, yeah we would smoke yeah. weed outside of the bar all the time and yeah. weed wasn't that unusual mm-hmm. but once I got involved in the marijuana community I found out there really was no um, voice gay or LGBT or any kind of queer voice in that community they were there were plenty of people who were who were gay or bi or whatever within the community and they were totally accepted there was never any kind of of, of a prejudice or anything but there just wasn't anybody going out hey let's have a gay party mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah. I said let's hey let's have a gay party yeah. Yeah. and there will not Puff. to yeah. call Puff, Puff. Uh, which like as you mentioned there's drag performances yep. there's live music by Maria Connor yes um, and other guests as sort of well, I, would say, as well. Oh, I didn't realize that so it's, is it like a variety show I would say it's a variety show oh, definitely okay. I mean Ross has performed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we've had some burlesque performers uh, where we have assorted bands the whole idea is just to create like the idea is to have like a little like social in the beginning where everybody gets you know gets a drink gets high out, get, goes out and gets high <laughs> And then the show starts, and we have a couple drag queens, and I'll give away some edibles. At this point, everything becomes surreal. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, is there's actually no marijuana in the bar at the club. Oh, there's not. Not, not even edibles. Because that's against the law. Oh, it is? So what I do is, is do I you take sneak all the donations in? I've been given, because <laughs> I have my card. I'm a legal card holder. And um, I take all the donations, and I make coupons for all the things that have been donated and I will give away the coupons during the course of the show. And then when the show's over with, I go outside onto a nice public sidewalk and I trade in the uh, coupons for the prizes, which are, Marijuana, which are products. anything um, from a, we're talking, to yeah, uh-huh. a pre-roll so, to some suppositories. Candy. Well, big, well, actually, big suppositories. Fan favorite. Suppositories, suppositories what? is what yeah, got Tamika. me completely intrigued by marijuana. Because uh-huh. somebody yeah. told me that there were marijuana suppositories, and my jaw dropped. I'm like, mm-hmm. you've got to be kidding me! Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. sure enough, Foria, uh, this wonderful company out of out of LA, had uh, their uh, hashtag is Mary Janel. <laughs> I love Mary that. with a big J. Uh-huh, and then uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, that could be a drag name as well. well that's, that's true. Or, or movie I watch at three o'clock in the morning. So, uh, so once that started, that last dance me, with Mary Jane was like you know marijuana lube and all kinds. There's marijuana lube, marijuana and everything. I mean, well, I suppose you can. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah who knew? Yeah. Well, well, eye drops. Well, on top of everything, I mean, just lip balm. To make it very clear, there's a lot of giveaways at this party. So for the probably giving away probably about one to two thousand dollars per party. Party. Per party, so if you, if you for, it for, the store, for the price of a very uh, small admission, you're going to be pretty much guaranteed to have uh, walk uh, away with walk something. Away something. Something. Yeah. People yeah. are coming in there and playing that whole like you know whole line of tickets going through there. Right, I'm right. sure they are. But, uh, it, it surpasses Jello shots. 
I would think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so, yeah. I would. I mean, would you? Do I mean, for more years for they had a Jello shot. Well, would I do what? Would you do something more for a pre-roll or a Jello? I, I think shot? that suppository. The um, <laughs> what are they called? Suppositories. Yes. Yeah. 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 Suppository spellings. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Has she done the show yet? <laughs> no. Uh, she'd, be, she'd be great. She'd be great. So, Tweeko, how yes. do you how do you like to imbibe in the marijuana, or do you? I, I don't really. I oh. mean, um, we had a, a sponsor here at Muni Radio, the Cannabis Club. I don't know if it's the same people who you are do, working with you but uh they had um for for months uh a closet full of um um you know um products and i wasn't informed of this no you came on on board a little after yeah but they were like a box of um of uh medicinal drops Mm -hmm. so if you had a toothache or a headache you would put these two drops in your tea and that's really all it took yeah Yeah. planet nine then what's your favorite suppositories i i haven't tried one so dan how does it feel what is it to well, do. You can actually go on YouTube. You and slide it up in there. A video of me sampling. <laughs> huh. them. Oh, yeah. there I do not is. show the insertion part. Oh. Do you have to put some Vaseline in there first? Oh please, girl. Um, <laughs> do you put you know, two they, in there or one? I, if I did them again, <laughs> I would do two or three. Basically, they're little suppositories. How, are they like a horse pill? How big are they? They're very small, kind okay. of thin. Uh-huh. Uh I believe it's about a twenty-five milligram. Or maybe a, that's a, not too a, much, a 20, is it? No, a twenty milligram hit. So when we were doing this puff expose, I put the camera on. Myself and uh-huh. said, "Here, I'm going to now go do this. Oh, I'm yeah. up there. Are you supposed to light a match there? No, well, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a clean teen. I showered. Uh-huh. I made sure I was no. ready to go for all this. Okay, I wasn't sure what that. And so I popped means. it up in there, and I just waited for it to kick in. Uh-huh. It, it, it dissolves. Of, it dissolves in your rear, uh, yeah. But mm-hmm. and and in the anus is a very absorbent area. That's the it is. Uh, and I've also heard that these uh, uh, suppositories are very good for ladies who have their cramps for uh-huh. their, for, for their menstrual. So, what was the sens- first sensation? Walk us through it. Well, for me, <laughs> it was very mellow. Because, I mean, at first, I mean, people hear about them. They're going, oh, my God, you're putting some marijuana up your butt. Next thing you know, you're going to be like putting like, cucumbers and trees yeah. and everything else up there. Because it's you're it's a gateway crazy. suppository. Did you, I got weed up my butt. But uh-huh. no. Did your butt go, wow? No. Well, let's put it this way. I did. I did. I did actually. Because I, w- I was doing this for the team. Yeah. Uh, yes, I did arrange to have the, the sexual team. partner come over like, two hours after I took it. You what? Oh, you I, did? Yes. I oh, cool. Was that on the video as well? No. But <laughs> the post. Uh-huh. See, I, I'm a, I said I'm a clean teen. PG uh-huh. all the way for me. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. As much as I try to pry it out of you. Right. Well, you know, <laughs> come on over. Um, and anyway, um, uh, uh, but, but... So it relaxed your anus? It, it kind of relaxed. <laughs> it's kind of a, a mellow feel. A mellow are vibe. you listening, Sergio? People, I'm, are, I'm, people are always thinking that, oh my God, I'm going to go nutso and be running in the streets like, ah! Right. right. Instead, I, you know, sure, I had sex and it was quite lovely hey. did you get topped I was very into yeah what you got topped i did yeah all right hey. girl you go right. get it now wrong with that. and then um uh and then and then, but you know truthfully i probably would have been just as good watching a movie snuggling up at the camera you know it, uh, you know look out for uh, the makers of poppers you've met your match Ooh, poppers and, Ooh, and weed poppers maybe yeah, yeah weed pop uh, maybe they combine the two and then you know your head will explode uh, that's <laughs> uh, yeah, it depends exactly. on which one um but so so uh, dj dank so t- um well I'll, what i also get off the topic don't f- feel free to keep on it but but there's a couple other things to add on to it as well uh in that recently i see that you have started a column for 48 hills i am now a columnist yes I'm yeah a columnist. uh-huh Cool, and, cool. And um, yeah, today one came out. Once you've taken it up the ass, you're an expert. <laughs> well, exactly. Can you say us on this radio? <laughs> <laughs> Anything goes. Okay, <laughs> I mean, um, after. I mean, how can you top like a you know ano pot? Um, oh, there's plenty of ways, but okay. <laughs> you know, I think there. Are, I think there's a plethora. I there's believe. a plethora. A plethora. Yeah. Like you, plethora. Thank are you. Are you for yeah? So, but is your first time doing a column? 
or of any well, sort? You know, I did a, I had a, I had a stand-in column in high school. A what? A standing uh, column in my high school newspaper. Oh, I see, I see. And uh, also, I had a column in my college, and then I kind of like ran towards doing more stuff in the uh, radio, television, film part rather than mm-hmm. journalism mm-hmm. so much. And so I haven't done it as much, but I write all the time. I'm a very good writer. And yeah, you are based on what I've read. Mark Bischke was very sweet uh, to bring it up to me, and I was more than happy to do that. I wrote one today, as a matter of fact. On, um, what was it? The, the, I know it's what the mid ones. What's the dosage, right? Dosing. Uh, the, yeah, the very first one I wrote about was the fire uh-huh. and how it affected us. And the second one I was on microdosing. Microdosing. Really cool thing. Is it yeah. weekly? or? It's bi- um, well, I guess it's as many as I turn uh, in. But bi- yeah, lately they've been. Yeah. <laughs> it's San Francisco. It's San Francisco. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> But uh, but no. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Well, I'm I, I, you know I, I, I love doing it. It's a great opportunity. So where can folks go to learn more about Dan? Oh, Facebook is a good place to go. Okay. Facebook Dan Kurkowska K A R K O S K A. I also have a DJ Dank page, but considering it's a uh, one of those Facebook um, entertainer pages, you don't really get much exposure. Mm-hmm. So I don't use it as much. You get more exposure with your own personal account. There's also a Puff page. Yes. And then if you want to really go into it, you can become a member of the Queer Cannabis Club, the QCC, which is the other side of Puff of what we're working on, and that is going to be more of the uh, nonprofit mm-hmm. uh, uh, raising money, uh, making people aware. Especially, I'm I'm very interested in making the LGBT uh, community more aware of what they can use marijuana for when it comes to pain and medication. That's an important thing too. And things yeah. like that. How 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 it will work with their HIV medications mm-hmm. or whatever it is you have. I mean, sometimes is, I think they're just trying to market to wherever they possibly can to, to make a profit. But do you really think it works for medicinal purposes? Pain, pain relief. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, it actually really does. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, there's a topical called Sweet Relief. Uh, I actually tried that. R e l e a f. Old my dad who lives in Texas. He's he's getting ready to turn eighty, and he has had some problems with his shoulder and his back and his knee. And he's been going to all these doctors, and nothing's been really uh, helping. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, here, let me send you some of this sweet relief. And I sent it to him. And so in typical dad fashion, he didn't call back. And so eventually <laughs> I had to call back. And he's a very quiet man. He's very uh-huh. Hank Hill. So I was like, well, how are you doing? Fine. <laughs> oh, is everything going well? How's Mary Gill? That's his wife. Fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You can tell. I'm a, my dad is a fountain of information. Right, whatever yeah, I call so he him. opens up really easily. So I finally said, well, did you get my package? And all of a sudden, he like he got all animated. He goes, oh, yeah, I got that. I told Mary Gill to put that stuff on my shoulder. And he put that on on Friday. I didn't think about my shoulder again until Monday. That stuff's great. And he, and, had, he had the whole refrigerator worth of food. <laughs> well, well, maybe so. I don't know. That's the whole thing about the topical is you can't, you can't get in your bloodstream, so mm-hmm. it really can't make you hot. And also, they I think they just isolate the components. Right. That, it's just uh, certain parts. Parts, the CDs. Yeah. So that's the part that's so they them. take away the hallucinants. So right. you know, yeah. I think that's the part that law officials have a problem with is uh, right. impairing your judgment. Exactly. Yeah. But with the pain killing part, you know, and so then and then he added, mm-hmm. if you have any more samples of anything, go ahead and send them. <laughs> I'm like, well, there you go. A senior, a senior stoner is born. Yeah. So it never, blocks the pain like uh, other medicines, but it doesn't cure the ail- ailment. It's just a no. It doesn't cure anything, but it will help with am, uh, anti-inflammatory type situations. Yeah. Uh, and pain relief. It's helped me with like a, a, you know, a sore neck. Uh, I, I, people have told me it's helped them with their migraines. They mm-hmm. rub it in their temples. Uh, it's it's I mean it's surprising how, how much it actually really does do. And you know, and if this is something that like um, 
you know, can really like the fact that you could grow your illegal six plants out in your backyard. Mm -hmm. You can. And then you could use that for pain relief rather than like buying opioids or other things that cost lots of money or can right. be addictive or have bad, a bad impact on your body. Yeah. I mean, you know, why wouldn't you go with something more natural? And I, and I have to say that um, go, going into it when I was first kind of like getting exposed to, to all the, uh, uh, the queer cannabis club and all right. the things related to it, I, 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 I you know, initially I, I knee jerked to the whole suppository talk and all that jazz. But by being in the DJ booth and hearing people talking in, in the day of the event, mm-hmm. um, I get a much clearer perspective as to the, the, the healing power, or not the healing, but the but the the, the uh, soothing of ailment power of weed. I hear left. I mean, people talking about what it's done for them, or people who are who are doing like these weed sodas or weed whatevers that are mm-hmm. doing it because they have found the benefits of of using weed um, to help them with their with their medical conditions. Right. That's and, really important. And weed is no longer smoking herb totally. Well, they call it flower in the world. Oh, they in do. The Canna oh. community is what they are. The Canna fam. All these fancy names is like Starbucks like said, and their no, coffees. Like said, when, you di- when you discover it, it's like a whole new world that's been coexisting right by yours the whole time. And they I'll have, have like the a- flower grande, please. please okay. <laughs> with a, yeah, with a twist of terpenes. <laughs> oh, good Lord. All right. But, you know, I was doing some research today, and between 2006 and 2013, uh, the number of seniors that reported using cannabis products for their health increased 250%. Wow, cool. That's good. That's very good. That's the largest growing market in that industry right Mm -hmm. now because of all the baby boomers turning old. Mm Mm-hmm. And older, right. and then um, and, and the and, high and cost the people of, looking right. high cost of medication, yeah. people looking for alternative remedies. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is is that you know using a topical is is pretty easy and mild. It's not really going to fuck you up. So you get a chance just to give it a try. I just kept trying to scoop that sweet relief into my like like honey <laughs> into my mouth. Nothing it happened. So, well, you can't eat it. <laughs> I apparently not. You should have told me that earlier. It won't get you high. I'll spoon you. <laughs> the sweet I like that. Okay. When I give you Baby the, bird yeah, if, if, if I give you a, if, if I give you a vape pen, that uh-huh. will get you that will get okay. you high. But I don't put that's not a suppository. If it's a C- no, somebody's going to be clear. Somebody's going to try everything at once. Sweet relief and the anal suppository well, and you know, well, yeah, the been, and yeah, you know, I'm always afraid they're gonna do that in the middle of the show or something. <laughs> Somebody like fall off. Somebody's or, probably already performed with this suppository inside them. You never know. That's the beauty of well, suppository. I mean, you know, something <laughs> it's inside. It's them, called please. performance People art in this town. Because I mean, <laughs> you know, I also I also manage Maria Connor's band, not from Jersey. Mm. They perform. Oh, they changed their name again. <laughs> Thank you. And then, um, and then um, um, uh, they were performing at the on the Folsom Street stage. That's right. Yes. 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 And I had the distinct uh, uh, joy of having the conversation with the drummer on whether on what thing he should put up his butt during the concert. Oh, uh, well, what were the three choices? Well, the well, okay. There was this giant silver Good ball question. with a hook coming out. Uh huh. That he hadn't tried before. Okay. A hook. Like a, a fish hook? Big, it looked like a big sphere from like, uh-huh. like, like you know, like, um, like uh, Phantasm. Uh-huh. Yeah. With this kind of like uh, big Pirates fish, of Caribbean. Fish, fish hook type thing coming out of it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he had this horse tail with this big... Oh, yeah, like a little pokey thing. Yeah, but it uh-huh. had this big rubber gooey thing that like, like we compress and shove in. Yeah, okay. So he Typical goes, I don't know which tails. of these to use. This one I've never used before. That was the ball. Uh-huh. The other one I can keep in for about half an hour or so. Mm. And I'm thinking, you know what? You're premiering on the Folsom main stage. You're going to have to concentrate on a half hour of music and what to play next. Maybe maybe the answer should be none. <sighs> so I uh-huh. looked at him in the face and I said, well, nobody's going to be able to see it. <laughs> and he goes, you're right. 
Okay, I'll put it in afterwards. Ah, well, and then that is what is being a producer. And producing one hundred and one. I think you missed producing your, your marijuana clue cue, though. You should have said, "Well, why don't you try these uh, marijuana suppositories?" You know, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> that's maybe next time. Yeah, yeah. that probably mellowed him out too much. Right. Oh, um, that's well, right. You Spe- learn something new about people every day. Apparently, <laughs> I'm not going to see that drummer in the same light in a good way. Oh, what a sweetheart! Kind, kindred just, spirits is what so I like funny. to call well, it. I mean, you know, uh, you know, I got the feeling to him maybe it was the idea of being kinky on stage. Rather than actually Absolutely. Like being a performer in yeah. band. Especially at the Folsom Fair. What has, Folsom Street Fair what, right. What's the kinkiest thing you've done during Folsom Street Fair, Tweeka? Uh, and don't act like you didn't. You know, I have every it's every year the Folsom Street uh-huh. Fair is on a weekend when I'm DJing on a corporate straight boat. That's true, yeah. yeah. So uh-huh. I'm never in the mix. Probably a good payday. Yeah, it yeah, pretty well, is. Well, but it's like the opposite side of the world. Oh, yeah, well, I'm sorry to say. But, uh, you know, I mean, if somebody want, you know, somebody listening wants to lock Tweaker up in a cage and have their way with her, um, I would be down with that. Whoa, okay. All right. I'm not sure I'm going to stick a depository in my <laughs> butt, though. In a book depository? <laughs> I'd rather put up there opt Watch for something for else. <laughs> no, we don't. I mean, we know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yes, totally. Yes. No, no, you know. You never know. It's inter- it's also I'll let you know how it goes. Okay. It's yeah. also you try it first. How many people get back to me next month? Okay. <laughs> react different ways about suppositories. Hmm? People have like readily, literally run away from. Them. I'm like, oh, here's your prize. Oh, I don't want that. Oh, oh really? Yeah, just your well, you know, my, oh, my buddy Prince Wolf, anyone who doesn't want to get the support, not that well, he's, he, the, the, he, he, he has friends who well, like I have to other people it. that are in line. You want to like make sure you know what it is. Huh? <laughs> yeah, you want to make sure you, you've identified exactly what, you know, it's not an aspirin, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, uh, you know, something you swallow. You could. Actually, the funny thing is, technically, I guess you could. I mean, for months I wore a cock ring as a bracelet, not knowing. (laughs) (laughs) So so there's these things, I forget what they're called, but they're like these, uh, I think, called rhino things or something like that. But it's like these things that are all malleable. You're supposed to, I didn't know this until after the fact. And then you stick them in your butt, and then they expand inside. So then you have like a pretty easy hole to have the sex with, right? I wanted it. Ouch. No, it's actually not that bad. Um, uh, But but I initially thought it was like meant to masturbate with. So I was there with this thing, this squishy thing. And like masturbating to it, and I've I've no problem talking about masturbating. So I post it on Facebook, and then people who know so what it, under some sort of like me party or some sort of quote like that. So people got the entirely different impression of me that I was trying to put out. However, I don't say wrong impression. <laughs> okay. True story. Anyway, too soon. You know, so a sex um, toy is a sex toy. Do, it, do, do, do right. whatever gets off do, you off with. Yeah, but the whole time I was like, how come this isn't that comfortable when I masturbate into it? I know. Yeah. It's supposed to be like warm and fuzzy. It's all ribbed. Ribbed. Yeah. For her pleasure. For, yes. Yes. Anyhow, long story short. Did you use lube? Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Maybe we Dan can help you. Well, Dan, we're gonna have to work on a a video tutorial to put on YouTube. Well, on that on that note, let's take a short musical break, and we'll be back with a um a short uh, poem from uh, New York City from our friend Poon. excellent. I'll dedicate this because we've been talking about chilling and depositories and all that. Okay, here we go. to 
All right, we're back. That's an, that's enough of uh, that's enough of ever being mellow. That was really mellow. That song. Good God, I forgot well, how mellow I almost that fell song asleep, is. but you know, yeah. let me some. Uh, Give me a deposit now. I need one. <laughs> the rest of this show. <laughs> I'll mail you out. Oh, okay. We've put us to sleep. Um, we need to talk to New York City. We need to, or we want to, or we must. Let's we do it. We must. So, as you know, Sergio Poon yeah. calls mm-hmm. in every week, and she gives us her, wonderfully her voice. Uh, you know, one minute um, poem where she takes a song and she uh, converts it into like an eighty-word huh. poem. Uh-huh. All right. So, are, are you do you are you able to say what it is, or are we going to find what, out together? She's going to tell us. She's going to tell us. Okay. All right. Um, so, uh, live from New York, it's Poon Drake. Good evening and welcome to Groove Lines. I'm Poon. This is House of Pride Radio. And we're going to do it to you in your eardrums in 88 words or less. Tonight's song, Ave Maria by the West India Company, is dedicated to the limelight, a disco in New York City that was opened in 1983 in the former Episcopal Church of the Holy Communion. It's been closed for a while now, but back in the 1990s, our beloved Tweeka Turner had an art installation there and asked me to pose as the Virgin Mary. I stood there, unmoving, for an hour, with a red-tailed boa constrictor named Girl Snake laced through my fingers. Poem to the Virgin Mary from Unidentified Adolescent Female on the occasion of her first period. Announced my 12-year-old uterus on the day I thought a Band-Aid would do. Put down that washcloth, we're frying eggs today. Oh, ovo Maria, it wasn't a crucifix I cut myself on after all. But no matter how hard I prayed, all she said, a little bump and grind is a dangerous thing. And may peace be with you, Tweeka. Can we dance now? And also with you, Poon. Um, I couldn't find the version she was looking for, so here's Celine Dion's version. Oh, Celine.
Oh, welcome back to House of Pride Radio. Yes, we're listening to the West India Company. DJ Dank, you know this one. I do. It takes me back to my club days in Texas, definitely. That's right. I hadn't thought about that one. I'll have to look that one back up and put it in my oeuvre. Ah, nice. Well, maybe we'll go out of the show with the rest of that. Sure. That sounds like a good idea. Seven-minute mix. Yes. Um, Hey, folks. Guess what? um, Wow, we're reaching all across the country today. So we were talking in New York to Poon. Thank you, Poon. And now we're in Provincetown, California, talking to another DJ. DJ Dank, maybe you've heard of um, this DJ. He is a resident DJ at uh, the A House um, there in Provincetown. And it is DJ Wayne Michael. Can you hear us? Yes, I can. Welcome to House Pride Radio. Thank you for, uh, you know, I know it's later over there. Thank you for giving us the time to speak with you. How are you doing? I'm great. What are you doing? (laughs) uh, Well, actually, I'm watching the World Series right now. He's, yeah, he's so masculine, this one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just finishing up a busy weekend um, in town. Actually, um, Halloween was very busy this this year. Awesome, that's right. Folks go out to... uh, Provincetown there okay. on Cape Cod um, every year f- to celebrate Halloween. Tell us about your venue what you guys did. Um, well, this weekend I was up at the Macho Bar, which is upstairs from the A House. Um, and it's also a Spooky Bear weekend, so it's a combination of both, so it gets pretty crazy. Spooky Bear weekend. That's awesome. I love that name. I haven't heard yep. that before. Spooky Bear? Yep. So there's a little mix of everybody in town over the weekend, and uh, there's quite a few events. Sounds so fabulous. Yeah. Oh, and by then, the way, Wayne, um, can I in, can I interject for one second? I, I forgot to introduce you. I'm, I'm in the control room here. You're speaking the tweaker of cost, but my co-host today is Sergio, DJ Sergio. Hi, Wayne. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. And we have one more DJ in the control room, DJ Dank. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how's it going, man? Very good. So, am I safe, this is Sergio, in um, interpreting Spooky Bear is a bear-themed party f- with a Halloween theme combined? Yes. Cool, so cool. You get, you get the bears that come to town, and mm-hmm. then you get everybody else that comes to town as well. So, um, it was actually much busier this year than last year. Oh, cool. And, but it's, uh, so, I'm, I'm glad to hear that, yeah. yeah. Was your main yeah, party on great. Halloween I mean, or the weekend before? Well, it, it, it depends on when the holiday falls. So, I mean, you know, usually, typically, uh, if Halloween isn't on a Saturday or a weekend, you know, they basically celebrate it on the weekend. So, Yeah, that um, makes sense. That's usually how it goes. And, and the Spooky Bear thing is like a three-day weekend thing. So mm-hmm. there was stuff Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, I see. You can, like, people and can then buy, like, last a- night, yeah, then last night we had Townie Halloween, mm. which is basically, you know... Um, people that live there and whoever wants to come to town but I mean it was pretty good but the weekend was insane that sounds great you know we have a lazy bear weekend up here yeah I've, I've heard they that. must be cousins they must know each other <laughs> they've slept with each yeah, other exactly spooky one weekend <laughs> lazy the next <laughs> so congratulations on the success of the night um, was there any uh, we're all DJs here was, was there any uh, song that you found playing more than once that seemed to resonate the most that night Besides uh, Thriller? No, I... Well, <laughs> this weekend, I didn't really play what you heard me play when you were there. I played more of Tech House kind of stuff. Tech House, upstairs. uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I had a bunch of new records that I had been saving up for that weekend, so... Um, give us an example. What, give us a name of one that... 
You're, oh, you're geez, dropping. I can't even remember off the top of my head. <laughs> that's okay. You know, I do want to ask you, are you spinning Crystal Water one that went to number one a couple months back? Yes, I've been. Uh, that was one of my favorite tracks of the summer. Yeah, it seems to be a lot of DJs' favorite track. You guys, are you on it? Sergio's nodding track. his head. I like the track, yes, yes. Yeah. DJ Dank, that's yep. not your genre. I think that's over. Not currently. Over. No. <laughs> over. The yeah, name no, of that, what's no, the no. name of that song? It's Crystal Waters. Um, the Testify? Testify, that's right. Yeah. 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 Haven't you had your hand recently in something up in the charts, Tweeka? Not with Crystal Waters. Uh, no. I know, but there has been something that's been on the chart. Oh, right? yeah, I've been on the chart 10 times. You're going to downplay it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, BB Sweetbriar, but I, I, uh, the drag. You're not dra- Are you playing that drag queen BB Sweetbriar's tune called um, I, Uni- I Unity? I did play that a little bit, but it didn't really go over well there. Didn't go so. over well, Sergio. I'm on that one, though. And, um, Way to go, Tweeka. Yeah. <laughs> I tried it a couple of times and they just weren't feeling it. So. I am on a new one by Salida. Mm-hmm. And that's called um, To the Dance Floor, coming out uh, real soon on a Dirty Disco label. Uh, look for that one, Wayne. That's going to be oh, a Bobby cool. yeah, Shore promotion. I'm on, I'm, on their li- I'm on their list and I'm on Bobby's list too, so I'm sure that I'll be getting that. Yeah, and and quick quick uh, shout out. I'm I'm remixing Martha Wash right now. Oh, you are. Yes. Oh, okay. That's the wait, biggest. Wait, wait, yeah, just that's the biggest that thing of my career so far. That's, that's gonna be amazing. I can't wait. So, um, um, Wayne. So, can I ask how did thing? How did you guys hold up in Provincetown during the hurricanes? Um. Well, we had the remnants from it on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. So, um, we closed at one o'clock there, and. Surprisingly enough, there was still quite a few people in town on Sunday because most of them left um, Uh Sunday afternoon. But we had a pretty good crowd. I was upstairs again, and I asked one of my friends if it was raining out, and he said no. And (laughs) when I left the club a quarter past, I mean, I came outside, and I was like, whoa. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It was (laughs) ringing men. And luckily, I have a short (laughs) walk home, so I didn't really get wet. But from 1 till about 4 o'clock in the morning, it sounded like there was a a freight train going by my house. I mean, it was really bad. We had gusts of like 70 miles an hour. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, And, you you know, on the tip of Cape Cod there, I bet you feel the the wind howling. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was up till like 4. I couldn't sleep because it was so loud and the lights were flickering. I thought for sure we were going to lose power. Are you a year-rounder, Wayne? No, no, I'm I'm there about half of the year. Okay, so when is your last uh, residency day there? Um, well, it was last night actually. Oh, oh. damn! Okay. Well, happy yeah, so, congratulations on your f- finale for this season. Yeah, on a successful yeah, season. I'm, I'll be back in a couple of weeks, but my regular stuff there is done now. So. What do DJs who spend the hot, amazingly crowded and fierce summer do in the winter once they're off Cape? Um. Uh, well. There's only a couple other ones in town that they live there. So uh, my friend Chris, who works at the Crown and Anchor, he lives there. But there's not really much going on there now until um, until New Year's. To New Year's. Mm-hmm. So are you off to, to um, Key West or something? Exotic? No, no. I actually live like two hours off the Cape. So oh, I don't okay. have that far to go. Yeah. So I'm pretty close. Like to, you live in Boston? Um, I live a little south of there, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, what are you going to do this winter? Do you do you work in Boston? Um, I um, I still like you know I have other gigs that I do um, when I'm not there, so I have one of those coming up next week, and um, 
I'm, I'll be getting some bookings coming in now, and you know, so we'll just see how it goes. I'm actually taking <laughs> like the next two months off to do nothing. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. Well, 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 sounds good. I've been nonstop since May. So. Sure, sure. Well, while everyone's partying, you're working, and so that kind of yep. yeah. <laughs> so when we were just well, talking, we were talking here a little bit a while ago about how popular um, marijuana uh, medicinals and um, uh, party. Well, how would you describe that, Dan? Marijuana. What what uh, the products? All the different products. Yeah. Well, we're just all talking about the different like microdosing and the different things. You know, here in California, marijuana's all over the place. It's turning legal. So, you know, I myself host a marijuana night at my, at, 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 at a club that I do. We were talking about that called Puff. Called Puff. Do you guys do much weed <laughs> well, stuff there? Right, Are you guys yes. legal yet or what? That's the jits of what I wanted to know is how is pot popular in Provincetown. Um, well, there's been rumors that they're going to have open up a shop there. Oh, there you go. The first ever on, right on Commercial Street, I'm sure. Um, have you ever heard of the positive... Suppository. Suppository. Have you heard of suppository marijuana? No, I have not. <laughs> I, I haven't true. either until today. Yeah, I'm sure you can paint a, paint a picture. <laughs> Tweak, Tweak is did still you, reeling from the news, you can tell. Yeah, but did you well, get free samples? I haven't tried uh, it well, yet. We, Dan has. At, at, at Puff, we have given away many free samples, yes. And oh, Tweaka wow. has yet and to try see, And you can see me on, 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 on um, talking about it on, on, on the YouTube Maybe you should share that on the Provincetown I will, I community. Will share, uh, I will share that on. I, I will share that on on, on Tweaka's event page. So <laughs> Provincetown Chamber of Commerce that, website. That yeah. <laughs> right. Well, surprisingly enough, it is somewhat legal to possess it in the state of Massachusetts. It is surprising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this is a new law within. I think it was. It was in the November election last year, if, if I remember correctly. Where, um, and even before that, you if you possessed less than an ounce and you were caught with it, you wouldn't get arrested. They would just give you write you up a ticket. Right. Um, but now they they passed a new law last year where you can have possession of it in your own home, with like with the same amount. But and you can't you can't sell it to anybody, but you can get, give it to people as a gift, so to speak. Right. I guess I don't know. But um, there's, there's a lot of quirky things about the law. So, but um, they are opening up things like stores like that around here all over the state now. Cool, slowly but surely. Sweep yeah, well, it's, it's it's we know what's going on in other places. So well, yeah. I guess we're like second only to Colorado. Well, and you know, yeah. we're technically we're in the we're in the green belt, which is the one of the main places where marijuana naturally grows. So that's right. right. They call that the um, amber. No, not the amber. Green the, belt, right? Yeah. Am I right? It's, it sounds more appropriate than amber alert. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of funny now because what's that jewel uh, that's green? Um, uh, jade. The, jade. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God. Since they passed that, I mean, I'm, I'm out in the store, and you know, you you smell it all the time now. Yeah, well, evidently the suppositories are don't have, um they they smell like um sweet. They smell have a sweet aroma. What suppository smell? See, like, like she's tweaking. tripping on it still. Seriously, <laughs> she's going to turn you out, honey. It can smell anything. One, <laughs> they come in, in a variety of senses. In a world sensory. where we're trained to like <laughs> think marijuana is just the smell with microdosing and all these like marijuana mints and stuff you can take, you can be totally high as as fuck and nobody will notice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Technology. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, the, another one of the things they're trying to figure out around here now is um, because 
to allowing people to possess it is um, how to test if you get pulled over and someone's been smoking, you know, just like the alcohol. Um, they're saying, you know, obviously it's still illegal to drive that way, but how are they going to test for it when they pull you over? My experience is you're driving really slow. <laughs> with yeah. like right. a, a one turner, uh, you know, with one blinker on, you never turn. It's that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Getting pulled over on the I'm highway. I'm going so fast. fast. You're going 20. <laughs> the world's, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I guess if you're like in a blackout, if you've, you know, drunks. Well, the funny thing is, I mean, not the funny things, but one of the things that I remember learning about somehow, somewhere, is that it's just really hard to get like, you know, you can get drunk pretty easily off alcohol, but it's really hard to get drunk off of weed, like to get to a point where you're in fall asleep. Yeah, the worst happens is you right. fall asleep. You don't black out. You don't just do silly things that one might do when drinking, which is another selling point for the. But then when you mix the two together, well, eh, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, that's where people get into like, yeah, yeah a Mass. little messy. Yeah, once you mix oh, yeah. whatever up, then but you Lady get mixed booze, up. Lady booze, she will take you there. Yes, yes. Lady booze. Lady booze. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, Wayne, we, you know, what a pleasure it is to finally make contact with you there in Provincetown. Let's us uh, stay in touch more often if you're uh, available this winter. We'll call you from time to time and check in over there in good old Massachusetts. Great. Yes. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, have a great evening. Let's uh, all say goodbye to DJ Wayne. Bye, Michael. Wayne. Bye, Wayne. Bye, all Wayne. Right. Thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> you're welcome. Talk to you again. And, uh, all right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. I always wanted to go to, to, yeah. to P-Town. Me too. I've never been to P-Town. I, I, I went. What's the last there? time? Huh? I went this summer. You really? Did you enjoy it? Yes. My good soldier and I went right. out to uh, the Pilgrim Diner. And he ah, and we had some Italian food. I see. I had chicken parmigiana. Of course. And he did. had like this ball of um, meat. Like meat. Yeah. You mean like a meatball? Like a meatball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. They should probably name it that. Make it a bit easier to describe. It might be better. Yeah. <laughs> but it sounded like you knew the streets and cross streets and side alleys and whatnot from the conversation yes. with Wayne. <laughs> yes, I, I met Wayne there. And you I'm, did. Because he was playing a um, a song I was on. Uh-huh. Uh, he oh, was cool. playing Kim Sims' song, yeah. Turn It Up. That's what I was trying to get you to talk about. Uh, Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm on that project with Dirty Disco. And I was wearing the Dirty uh-huh, Disco uh-huh. logo shirt. Oh, and I'm like, like, Superman. Yeah. And he was like, oh, cool. And um, he's fierce. And he. Uh-huh. And, uh, How cute is he? Pretty cute. Yeah, I, yeah. Knew I could tell. Yeah. He's bearish. <laughs> <laughs> he's bearish. I, I, thought, I totally thought he was straight. Uh-huh. And he's still very well. Well, maybe <laughs> we're not judging anyone here. But who knows? Except and- DJ Dank. <laughs> I judge heavily. Yes, he's, he's Judge Judy here. I but um, I'm glad to I'm glad to hear they had a great experience. That's yes, oh, yeah. Provincetown's yeah. a beautiful city because uh-huh. it's right on the ocean. Mm-hmm. No, on the bay. And then there's a spit of land, and then the ocean. So mm-hmm. it's ocean, spit of land, bay, and then it's very skinny to begin with. So it's just uh, the light, the way the light reflects off the water mm. and the sea breezes. And and um, the quaint New England vibe of this right, town. Right. It, was it, it your first works. time there, Tweeka? 1990. I actually came out. Oh, so you... I gave my first blowjob ever in Provincetown. Oh, yeah. Well, there he goes, uh, a little plaque. little plaque on the corner. <laughs> right. on, this, on this street. On this place. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. I'm glad to hear I that. I hope my... Huh? No one's listening. No one's listening. Don't worry. It's fine. I mean, people are listening, but no one who would incriminate what you. What about you, Sergio? When was the first yeah, time? Where's the place you gave a blowjob? The first time I... I, I, I uh, first time, I don't recall. Were uh, you drunk? Huh? No, no. In terms of the first time I ever had sex? Oh, uh, no. You mean blowjobs? I got a blowjob? I don't even remember the blowjob thing. 
Sorry. Um, I, I vaguely remember when I first had sex, but no, I've not had... Actually, well, it's not... I mean, I mean, you probably would not be interested because it was oral sex and it was in public, but it wasn't a blowjob. It was... Was it in another country? It was in the... It was probably a couple of blocks away from the cinch. Shocker. <laughs> yes, it was a couple of... Where? At, a, 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 a donut shop? It was this... this <laughs> the, the, at this Bob's little, Donut? Bob's this, Donut? This little side of a building, uh, a couple of, like a, a couple of blocks away from the cinch, and I'd met, met a new friend or... or or a friend was it anaconda it was not anaconda <laughs> uh, a friendship had accelerated very quickly that night and we went we were in the side alley i've also been doing it recently in public at the oasis bathroom uh, <laughs> right because those bathrooms ago. have, have locks yeah that, Buena Vista park it's like an invitation for <laughs> sex yes. there yeah. you go to bv park i went one time um what happened I had sex with who? With the with the young lady that was with that wow. the, 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 the lady up in BV. Well, she took me there because she was hiding oh, us. Okay. She was hiding so, us. Of course, all the gays didn't say. Get well, the fuck that's out what of I'm here, saying. She, she was hiding us by taking us to all the gay, traditionally gay places to have sex, and I was like. All right. Um, so what, I forget it was that. It was Buena Vista. It was Oasis. Oasis was with, 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 with a wonder, wonderful, wonderful, my girlfriend, who's wonderful, and I love her very much, and wow. it's recent. Um, Buena Vista was with someone else. That doesn't matter who it was. And I forget what the other public time was. Um, anyway, long story short, I don't mind having sex in public. Good for you. Good for you. That's not what you wanted to hear, and I'm sorry, but I don't have any blowjob stories for you right now. Right, right now. Sex, blowjobs, <laughs> it's all relative. Right now, oh, no, we have else uh, live on the radio, DJ, uh, you may have seen her performing huh? performance art at the Embarcadero. <gasps> oh, yes. <laughs> Hi, Shane. It is Shane. Oh. <laughs> hey, Can Shane. You- hey, how's it going? <laughs> nice to hear your voice again. Yes, I'm back. Thanks for having me. Yeah. You have a lovely voice, Shane. How how's everything going? Have you been performing lately? Yes, so I did all my Halloween shing digs. I finished uh, yesterday. I did a street performance for Halloween and yeah, just keeping busy. busy are you in the Barcadero? Are you in Barcadero net right now? Yes, so I work here full time anyway. I work in one of the shops inside the ferry building, so So all you have to do is slip into the bathroom and gig. get into costume and get out there. Say that again? I said do you change uh, after work and go right out to the performance space? Uh sometimes like Tomorrow, for example, I work tomorrow at my normal job. I normally close here, but I'll come into work with a suitcase. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after work at 8 o'clock, I have to run to the stud to do puff and mm-hmm. then love. Oh, mm-hmm. DJ Dang. Oh, look puff, at this synergy. Puff, Shane. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. We are family. And yeah, Shane is yeah. one of my it's favorite performers. Work, it's worth it. it Did you hear that, Shane? With it. Thank God. Oh, thank huh? She's on a roll. Um, oh, no, so DJ she, Dank just said you're one of her, his. Whatever. <laughs> favorite, <laughs> favorite performers. Thank you. Oh, my God. Yes. I mean, I'm glad to hear it. I'm trying to keep up and stay alive here in San Francisco. So thank you. Well, and you are. And one of the things that I just have to give you a shout out about is that you're out there doing gorilla drag, real gorilla drag. It's the real deal, folks. On the street, in front of people on your own, and taking it on your own and doing that. And that is something to be, I I commend you highly for that. Uh, You know, I've done the drag bus for years, and I know how much fun it is. And it's also a great way of exposure. And I just enjoy every time I see your pictures out there and you doing that. So, you know, just keep it up. I just love your spirit. 
Thank you. I mean, it's a little sad right now just because the winter months are coming in. So mm-hmm. I'll yeah, it's daylight savings. Yeah, daylight savings stuff. You have to get like a little while, like mini light um, system. Just because I think <laughs> even people won't be out as much. So I'll probably hibernate with the pop-up drag queen, but I hope to come back with a bang. I want to collaborate with queens. I want to get new ideas that are bigger. I might invest in a louder speaker just so more people can hear the words and kind of understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. it's been so fun. I've been doing the pop-up drag now for maybe seven months. Awesome. Um, I remember buying this speaker alone a year ago. It was a year on the New Year's Eve that I bought it because I wanted to try the idea out. But consistently consistently doing it, I've been doing it for like maybe once a month, twice a month for the past seven months. And it's been such a rewarding project just talking to people who haven't seen drag before, you know, this year obviously been crazy with politics but it kind of is one of those things you don't have to think about politics it's just a, it's a quick smile a take your mind off of everything moment you know so mm. i'm really happy with the turnout what's what's your more recent and and by the way this is sergio and i'm also a fan a very big fan of yours hey, but hey, sergio. hi um, um uh, what's the most recent or a more recent example of the kind of but you know when you when you were doing your pop-up and you're like oh this is why i do it what, what whose reaction or what who's who what what made you kind of like be like this is this is why i like to do this so I get that moment pretty much every time I go oh, out there. I and just yesterday for Halloween, there was a group of kids, I have to say probably between the ages of 8 and 12, a young group. Um, and there were probably about 20 kids just passing by. They all stopped to watch my show. They walked away and then they crossed the street. And when they crossed the street, they were all looking back at me. Mm-hmm. And we had this sort of body language moment when they were just repeating all the moves that we're doing. Oh. So I did some moves from Thriller. <laughs> I put my hand in the air. I spun around. Easy to follow, but it was about 15 kids just following my moves. Oh, wow. So the whole intersection from the cars waiting for the light to turn green to the people who were at the sidewalk just watching me, a drag queen, and 15 kids just following along. And it was completely impromptu. It's right. not like we rehearsed it. But they were just following me, and they had a you big old smile. You have a following. I have a following, and they were having a good time. And you have no a captive audience. Asked, <laughs> and even some of those kids, they had money on them. They gave me their dollars. Awesome. I, and that's I the bottom line, folks. That, give but give the money. The idea that they were willing to just tip mm-hmm. and smile and participate was yeah. amazing. That's, now, it was wonderful. Halloween. Did you? Uh, what, what was your drag for Yesterday, this? it was mm-hmm. just a witch. You I had rich. a bunch of props on me, but I had like a, my pointy hat. <laughs> I had my broomstick, so I do some little like burlesque moves with the Ooh, broomstick. Ooh la la! Yeah. Yeah. And what so what fun. was the song was choice uh, yesterday? Song choice. Say it again? What what songs did you use? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, I did like Love Potion Number Nine. Ooh. I did Thriller. Ah. I did. What else did I do? Witchy poo. Superstition. Yeah. Superstition. Oh, the Stevie Wonder one? Uh, You're so, so versatile. Yeah. Um, do yeah. You, do you, do like, I make the playlist, which is fun, too. Sometimes that takes a lot of time just to sit down and be specific with the song choices. Because I wanted to make a little sense, right? Yeah. Or have a little more fun with the music choice since I was a witch in that scenario. Um, I also, this month, I was the Bride of Frankenstein. I saw that. That's what I was going to, that's what I wanted to comment on. Oh, that's you, a good that, one. that was a great look. Yeah. I saw you posted on Facebook. It was really fun. 
fun. Uh-huh. And so for that playlist, like songs I picked were like Love Fool. I did Celine Dion's I'm Alive. Mm-hmm. Well, that is um, scary. Cool. So it was just <laughs> really fun to make those playlists, to make that character <laughs> more more understandable to the audience, maybe. Sure, sure. And and are you wanting to say what you have in mind for, for your performance at Puff tomorrow, or is that going to be a secret? For Puff tomorrow, so it's Dia de los Muertos, so what I'm hoping to do is just honor performers that have passed. So right now, uh, the three I have in mind, I'm hoping to maybe do some Ella Fitzgerald, Celia Cruz, Mm -hmm. and a flamenco dancer from Spain, Lola Flores. That's what Ah, I have in mind. Very nice. Um, And I have a question that may not make sense because I don't think you were listening to the show before you called in, but um, uh, we were speaking about Puff and we were speaking about how some of the giveaways uh, that they have there. And in particular, what's really gotten the uh, attention of Tweeka Mm. is the wheat suppositories. Have you had yes. any experiences with them and what are your yes. feelings? I mean, I oh. only got to try it Did you hear that spontaneous? And I am sad to say, and listen out there, radio uh-huh. listeners, I couldn't try it with somebody. Uh-oh. It was kind of just a me experimenting on my own. Um, uh-huh. But it, it, it was kind of hard to tell what happened. So hopefully he can give that another go-round. Um, and maybe I have a friend that's tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure you'd be. You wouldn't be wanting for some company if you just put the word out. DJ there. Dang's gonna hook you up. Don't worry. Tomorrow. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> Thanks, DJ. And I'm looking forward to it. Oh, me too. Can't wait. <laughs> me too. Maybe we can have a suppository party. Hey, you know, just help With a friend. Help a friend. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Anyway, but we have that's long term plans. <laughs> yeah, that's way in the future. Um, well, thank you so much, Shane. Remind me what your drag persona's name is again. So, my drag persona name is just my regular name. I just take out the R at the end and hyphen in the middle. So, I'm normally Shane Zaldivar, and then my pop up drag name is our just performer name is Shane Zal hyphen diva. So Shane Zaldiva. Zaldiva. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. A very appropriate name. Thank you, thank you. Hopefully <laughs> easy to remember my my name in general. You're quite unforgettable. You are unforgettable. Oh, completely. So we look Thanks forward, so folks, next time you see her performing a well, pop-up drag, do drop a dollar in the glittery pot. And and as well Please as... And thank you. Yes. Um, and y'all can well, follow five. me. I have a Facebook page that's under Pop-Up Drag Queen. And if anyone's feeling extra friendly and has all those interweb bank-related stuff, I have a Venmo and I have a PayPal. Both cool. are the Pop-Up Drag Queen. Cool, cool. Yes, credit cards accepted. You know, I'm a fan. Love that. Thanks, y'all. I mean, it's fun. I'm a little sad it's getting colder now. I mean, sure, I could go out there and maybe get some, like, warmer things to wear. Yeah. But usually, I think most of San Francisco takes this time to kind of rest up and hibernate until the sun comes out more That's again. True. Yeah, well, you know, maybe you'll think outside the uh, box and do a Christmas celebration with some, uh, you know, battery-operated lights on you or something. Or just do some lunchtime shows or something Maybe a, and be done a by a snow machine or something. Well, <laughs> get some Mariah Carey out there. Oh, my gosh, yes. That time of year. Oh, my gosh. All right, honey, we're going to let you go, but we want you back real soon, okay? Okay, for sure, and hope to see some of y'all at Puff and Love tomorrow, okay? Yeah, see you tomorrow. See you, darling. Bye. 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 You know, pop, pop music. music.
All right, we're going to call one more guest. Oh, okay. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. While we're doing that, talk amongst yeah, yourselves. Yeah, Danny had something to say. Okay. Uh, I forgot what it was. Okay, all right. Oh, what I was going to say was, uh-huh. was how much I appreciate her doing the, 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 the drag. Uh, on uh, 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 down there at the ferry building, mm-hmm. and I think one of the first times when I had met you, we'd known each other for a while. Yes, was the gorilla I'll never drag bus. You take going on that um, like gorilla drag bus, uh-huh. that gorilla drag party bus uh-huh. with all of us, and what an insane time! That it was, was fantastic. It was. It was, know, it was I want to do that again. I would love to be a part of. I it. mean, for those that don't know, basically we rented a bus, we put a bar in it, we got a bunch of drag queens, mm-hmm. uh, and we drove to all these and, and and a film crew, and we went to all these San Francisco landmarks, and so we went out and did gorilla drag in mm-hmm. front of us. Unsuspecting audience and shot it, and so it was, really fun. It was Fisherman's Wharf without a fender bender. Uh, Fisherman's yep. Wharf, where else? It was uh, Union, Square, Union Square, Castro. Uh-huh. Uh, one time, I insisted when it was the uh, 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 drag uh, holiday bus, mm-hmm. I insisted we go all the way out to. Um, up underneath the uh, the the bridge. Oh right, right. right. How freaking cold and windy it was out there. <laughs> You're like, I yeah, still laugh a, looking a, at that footage. It is, right. That's some cold. You should drag bring queens. back the drag. Well, I'm planning to. Well, I want to get a marijuana company and well, do it, one, with, oh, there in you conjunction go. with that. Yeah. And just kind of wrapping up the Shane Zaldiva, uh, Zaldiva uh, appearance. One of the things that I do admire about what she does mm-hmm. is that yeah, I mean, going and being, being part of the drag bus, we're all together there. We're seeing reactions of pe- people who are not familiar with people drag. People want to see drag. Right, right. But th- but then also like to be there. By your by by herself performing by herself and yeah. you know, it's it's you know it's, it takes it's a lot different. of guts yeah absolutely it, it does take a sense of bravery that a lot of people don't have to and she's that and she's out. a great yeah. performer and Tweaky yeah. seems like you're you're aching to have us meet someone new yeah the pain is unbearable give me one of those those suppositories you <laughs> <laughs> will deposit in your butt you've got a one track let me just slide mi- it in there mind all right I feel the relief just uh, <laughs> sashaying through me now there you go all right and live so, <laughs> on House of Pride radio is the one and only and you both love her i'm sure miss mm-hmm. ladybug gilmore oh, miss christina hello. ladybug gilmore can hi. you hear us hey hi <laughs> how's it going out there it's going great how are you feeling i, I saw you had your foot was a little bit uh, under the weather said it again i, I heard your foot I heard you hurt your foot. Yeah, my, I messed up my foot, honey, yesterday. Oh, no. Well, don't you despair because DJ Dank is here and he has a solution for you. Okay. Yes. Marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> or a suppository. Any, any, any which way you want to take it. Tweak a marijuana suppository. Tweak a solution to everything is a suppository. Wait, so. did I hear you say marijuana? Suppository. Yes. <laughs> honey, you know I don't smoke that stuff. You don't, smoke you don't have to smoke it these days. Now you can just insert it up your anus. It's not as easy as that, but yes. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not on. I mean, just because because my foot is all messed up, I can still move around a little. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So, so you don't so, you don't need any help. Uh, well, not, if not, I had someone to massage my foot, that'd be even better. Right, right. <laughs> well, Mary Jane can massage your foot. No. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll probably check him up on that. All you have to do is come to. Puff, tomorrow night at the stud, beginning at 9 p.m. 7, 7 to 10. 7 to 10, yes. We're early birds. Yeah. We're, we're trying that early bird drag. Yeah, it's really cool because by 10 o'clock, you're all... Bloop, bloop, bloop. 10 you're o'clock, done. everyone... Uh, you're done. You don't have to like run to like mm-hmm. McDonald's. Okay, that, that, that sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, come on over. It's located at the stud. Do you know where that is? Of 
course. Of course, you know what a stud is. Perform so many times at like um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So many other fun times. Of I always course, I know what a stud is. Well, if you bring your injured foot over, and you'll be yeah, because tomorrow night we got the double hit. We got puff at seven to ten, and then ten to two. You got love, which is pristine condition, Mamadora and oh, that's right. Shout out to pristine. So it is truly like the night the cuckoo drag queens take over. Indeed, it's like the night the bus parked. Yeah. Okay. You know, I, I I got a show uh, to do on the 11th, which is my birthday. Oh, happy almost birthday. And the 11th is a week from this upcoming Saturday, right? Two Saturdays from yeah, now? Yes, it's, yes, and it's going to be at the uh, Oakland LGBT Cure Center. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, it's just uh, opened recently. Yeah, and uh, uh, Cruz and D. Lou is uh, hosting a fundraiser Ooh. there. Mm-hmm. And she's invited me to perform. And right. uh, then, then on the 15th, I'll, I'll be right back here at the White Horse. Um... Uh, to do a, a number or two. So what, I'm gonna, you know, you know, lately I've been doing a whole bunch of shows all this year. That's great. Keeping keeping yourself as busy well as, as you and, should and be, spreading spreading your talents around. Get it mm-hmm. out there. Um, what what event or what 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 day? What event is the fifteenth uh, at White Horse? Out of curiosity, the White Horse. Okay. All right. That's all you need to know. It's the White Horse, not the White Horse, Sergio. Yes. Oh, I see. Uh, in fact, ironically, I was at the White Horse yesterday during Halloween, and I'm a big fan of White Horse. I was there. I was there too. Did you see me in uh, my back, my, my back girl outfit? Um, I did. I'm afraid I did not. I did not. Ta- make it. Please I, tag I, me. I didn't in stack. That. I didn't stick around long enough for the for the costume contest, and I was I was a bit preoccupied what, what? with my date. But I'm sorry I missed you. Oh, you had a date? Yeah, honey. Oh my girlfriend. I had on my little cute little back girl outfit, honey. Oh no. Have it. Well, it's a good thing that I didn't see you because then my my girlfriend would have gotten jealous. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, honey, I've been a very busy girl. All right. As usual. Yeah, so you better get that foot, you know, healed up and yeah, ready to go. Yeah, when, when I get home, I'm going to uh, soak it real good. Yeah. Some Epsom salts. So. Wait, are you calling from the white? Where are you calling from? Are you, Oakland, I'm out, are you, I'm are you at Popeye's? I'm now. Huh? I thought that you were at the White Horse. You're I at the White Horse? That, that's how you yeah, that's I'm, numb the pain, baby. Yes, baby. I'm at the White Horse right about are now. Are you in the smoking area? Or where, where are you? She's in the well, marijuana well, area. <laughs> are you in the little smoking room? Or are you in the, in the main area? Well, she, actually, I'm outside. Smoke. You're outside? Oh, okay. Very well. You get I've your never, privacy. I've never seen you smoke. Do you smoke? Are you a smoker? Who, me? No. I, I, I never smoke, never drink. I never do any of those things. Okay. All right. So that's just not me. So no. Hey, I, res- no. I got, gotta respect that. <laughs> yeah, honey. Are you trying to pick up some guy tonight? Why you keep asking? <laughs> 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 oh, now, now, now we know why you're there. Girl. You need somebody to <laughs> massage your foot. You need someone to massage your foot. Take care of you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, you find your seat. Get someone to English patient you, honey. <laughs> well, there are some there, there are some honeys up in here. I see. Hey, you know, oh, yeah. that's why I go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, so. All right. Um, well, you uh, you have a good time there. It's uh, 7.30. Uh, yeah, it's early. Okay, honey. All right. Huh? It's early still. What's going early on? Early bird over? gets the worm. Yeah. Right, right, right. I'm just going to sit around and watch the show and enjoy myself. <laughs> well, we wish you the best of luck in healing that foot. Uh, hope to okay. see you tomorrow night at... The stud. The stud. And quite looking forward to your birthday slash uh, performance. Yes. yes uh, Happy break birthday, sweetness. Break a heel on all yes. your great birthday shows. Yes, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> Happy okay. birthday to you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Are you going to serenade by Tweeka? <laughs> oh, uh-huh. All right. 
Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Ha- have, have, uh, have a good rest of your night and good luck uh, getting someone to massage your foot. I'm sure you get you know, the line will wrap, will wrap around the corner. Okay, I, I'll keep Jesus, that in mind. spit it out, Sergio. Uh-huh. That was like a, there's like 20 extra syllables. In My this. goodness, Tweet is calling me out yeah, on the radio. Man, I'm gonna keep that in mind. I'm going to keep that in mind it. too. Believe me. I, Sergio needs to get over to the White Horse. I think. Okay. <laughs> Love you, honey. Big hugs Love to you. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye. It's always nice to have Christina on the show. She's like a regular. Yeah, she's really cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's always a good performer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, she is a good performer. Uh, well, let's wrap it up. Okay. Let's reiterate our okay our, our extravaganzas. Our, may I may I start with my extravaganza? Please do. Every first Saturday, including this upcoming Saturday at the Stud, it's Go Bang Atomic Dance Floor Disco Action. Um, uh, residents are Steve Fabus, Prince Wolf, and myself. Our guest this month, this Saturday, tomorrow uh, uh, is Infromal from the UK, uh, exclusively uh, his only set here in the in the in the in the in the, in the San Francisco. And uh, Shaka Kwan, local DJ, wonderful fella. Um, we love having our friends there we love doing this party for you it, it, it has been a labor of love from from the word go uh we're really lucky that we've gotten uh, we, uh in large part because we're at the stud uh and in part in large part because of our friends we've gone to a place where every month it is a fun exciting jam-packed crowd smiling hugging making friends it's all about being there with your friends and if you go there without anyone it's a it's a welcoming environment where you feel at home um we nurture this and we make this a place for you to be yourself and to be happy yes and it also has great music to dance too that's right i was having a blast with um with raza yes she's quite the dancer well and it really is one of the only places you can really go and enjoy disco the way disco is meant to be enjoyed i mean you guys have done so much with not only you performing your shows but your preservation and all your remixes and all the stuff you do to keep it out there these are djs who know the history of disco definitely and love it so that makes it so much fun and so contagious oh thank you we have a lot of supportive friends and a lot of people who contribute to making it special. Get lose yourself. Get lost (laughs) in music. Club is definitely one of the most important ones in San Francisco. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Yes. And Dan, what about you? Well, you know, every first Thursday from 7 to 10, come and find me at the stud. We'll hang out, have some drinks, go outside and get high and watch a great drag show, live performances, variety, all kinds of stuff like that. Tomorrow night, our sponsors of the Stoner Raffle are going to be Medicone, which means pre-rolls. Yay! Yay! Uh, Manzanita and Madrone, which is a marijuana soda. Ooh, I haven't had that yet, but I've been girl, tempted. It's a 50 milligrams for one soda. Me, so I was me, home one night and decided I would just, Ooh. well, what the hell, I'll finish it. Yeah. Oh, not feeling any pain. Talk about that. pop. Uh, Himalaya uh, vape pens. I have those. I, I love them. Uh, Peridot Labs, and they've been donating some amazing um, waxes and um, shatters and mm-hmm. th- those are those are little crumbles that you can either dab or you can like put on top of your pot when you're smoking mm-hmm. it. Lovely. Somatique, the uh, marijuana infused coffee will Ooh. be there. Ooh la la. And then of course Numa, which does the uh, tinctures on your tongue, that little powdery stuff. Yeah. Get you oh yeah, those are good. Uh, SF Fruits California and of course Sex Toys from Good Vibration. Someone's getting pegged after someone's tomorrow pegged. night. Yeah, that's someone's Christ, getting pegged. How many sponsors do you have? And this uh, is a we sh- have anywhere between. Uh, Nine and fifteen sponsors. Right. Like I say, we give away between a thousand to two thousand mm-hmm. dollars worth of product at each show for people to take home and a sample for themselves. And, and, the, and the thing too, because as, as I noted earlier, the party, like these sponsors, have come to to be a part of it because of Dank's hard work. It's he. It started off with with just his vision, and then he's made it a place where these people want to go to get exposed uh, to have their products exposed right. to people um, and to Many be a part of something special. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. you actually, it's an actual. Commu- 
communion of my world. I'm bringing the two worlds together. Have you ever seen that movie um, Xanadu where they have the Zan- thing where it's, it's like the no, like nobody's swing seen band, that movie. I know <laughs> swing band and the new wave band go right. together. That's it. It's the marijuana and then and then my San Francisco direct mm-hmm. and it actually brings them together very much so and, and it really turns into a much better song. <laughs> right. It turns into a fantasia. And every, it, that fantasia of everything, marijuana. Everything has soft lighting all yeah. of a sudden. <laughs> and it's super fun. I mean, you know, I love what they're doing at the stud. I feel like the stud is such a great home space. At mm-hmm. first, I was kind of worried when everybody was going to take it over and what was going to happen. The co-op's too been many, amazing. Too many, too many cooks in the kitchen type thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I work, I've worked with so this many, so many spaces here. And I love all of them. Mm-hmm. And I always appreciate whatever they've done for me. But I really do really like the stud and working mm-hmm. with them. And they've been nothing but lovely. They, they like you said, it could have been too many. In, in my my opinion, it's like a super friends. They all come with strength. And mm-hmm. they all help the, towards making this and place that's going to be viable. No, yeah. no, not at all. Um, also, not to fail to mention, but every first Thursday after Puff is Love, love uh, thrown by Mamadora, Pristine Condition, and Ultra. Great party. Thursdays, first Thursdays at the Stud, I just love because... It's just crazy cookie yeah. weird. Just drive. if you need something to do, go to the Stud. We need to get you to week. We need to get you. Do you yeah. that spaceship? Uh, what nights are... Uh, it's well, the first Thursdays of the month. Oh, we need to get you to perform Aren't you listening? <laughs> I know. She was taking her... She was sitting there going... Suppositories. Suppositories. Yes. Are you Googling suppositories to week during the show? I will stick five suppositories up my butt That's a party. come in on a spaceship on Thursday. We'll hold you to it. You know, Tweeka has been performing at my club since like way back at the scary oh, the ass Club ninety three toolbox. I w- and I, one yes. of the things I always loved you about you is you thing. always brought the party with your performances. You always gave that extra ten percent, mm-hmm. that extra prop, the that we were the cow, the, the one cow, time, yeah, the, the spaceship, yeah. all that stuff. I always <laughs> appreciated somebody that goes out of their way to do that, and you always did. So well, I, yeah. I will, I would love to come on we'll uh, get you next month. Yeah. And uh, work it out, and it's early. Just dangle a suppository in front of you. All yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll Is work it, for suppositories. We'll work for suppositories. <laughs> well, let's wrap it up on that note. Uh, we'll <laughs> I know, see. <laughs> I know you got something to do, <laughs> folks. Thank you for joining us on House of Pride Radio again. Yay. Come on back next Wednesday when we'll have new uh, guests uh, to talk about all of their fabulous ongoings. Uh, thank you, guys, Sergio and DJ Dank for oh, joining pleasure. us. Christina over there uh, in the East Bay, as uh, well as our. DJ in Provincetown, Michael, and uh, um, and Poon from New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a fun show. Yeah. Wayne Michael, sorry. And uh, we'll go out with Xanadu. How about that? Ah, DJ yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Bye-bye. These are the true words? As my father's father taught them. But what of the strange beast-like people on the upper levels of the ship? Surely Jordan did not create them. Jordan is perfect. All below him lack perfection. 
You have heard of the legend of Huff? I have heard that he mutinied against Jordan. Darkness swallowed the ways of virtue. Sin prevailed upon the ship. And before wisdom prevailed and the bodies of Huff and his followers were fed into the converter, some of the rebels escaped and lived to father the mutants. They are tainted with the sins of their fathers. Witness, one more question. Speak. What is the ship? The ship is a great sphere, 25 kilometers wide and 100 levels deep. I know that, but the upper levels... Regulations forbid us to venture into the upper levels, but it is said that beyond the levels of the mutants lies the forbidden place where Jordan's spirit prevails. So I've heard, yet something troubles me. Something which prompted my coming here. Yes, my son. What lies beyond the ship? What? What lies beyond the ship? This is heresy. Answer me. I will not permit such talk. The ship is complete. The ship is universal. The ship is everywhere. The, the ship is endless. The Your mutterings a... are those of a frightened old man. No. They answer nothing. You, you question the word. I think you lie. Hear me. Mr. Hoyland, for what you have already said, I can have your body fed into the converter. Your soul launched on the endless trip. You threaten me. You, for Jordan's sake. Do you think I fear this dried fig of a man? You! Sir, my friend is impetuous. He, he does not understand. I might be persuaded to forget a, a substantial gift. Why, you pig! You! Alan, come on. The sight of this so-called holy man offends me. No! You shall not leave. Don't try to frighten me with that gun, old man. Remain where you are, heretic. I warn you, put down that gun. No, 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 closer. Drop it. No, very well, then. Death to the heretic. Alan, get him. Alan. He's not breathing. Is he dead? I, I, I don't know. Come on, Hugh, we've got to get out of here. Right. Where? We can't go back. They'd feed us into the converter before we could even... What's that? An alarm. That old woman must have turned it in. Come on, Alan. The patrol will be here in no time. Where can we go? Yes, where, where? The upper levels. No, the mutants. We'll have to take our chances. Come on, Alan. Let's go. Listen, that's the patrol. Come on, we've got to climb. There's a hatchway. Down the corridor. Right, quickly, oh, quickly. Oh, early fire. Alan, Alan, up ladder. Up. Wait. Wait. How far are we from the outside wall? Uh, judging by the <sighs> slope of the deck. About two miles. Well, um, let's try this passageway here. You hadn't asked him that stupid question. Now, there's no use going over that. But why did you do it? I've been thinking about it for a long time. And he began to give me those stupid, pat answers... Well, I just saw red, I guess. Who are you to question the ways of Jordan? When you asked me to go with you to visit the witness, I... I thought you wanted spiritual help. I, I never I'm dreamed... I'm sorry, Alan. I'm sorry. I couldn't foresee this. Wait. Wait a minute. What? I... I saw something move. Where? Near that bulkhead. I don't see anything. Maybe my eyes are going bad. Ah! So, oh, listen! You behind us! Alan, look out! Ah! 
No. What are you? Throw that knife. Keep away from me, you. Don't kill him. Not yet. Who are you? You must forgive my friend Bobo. Like so many of my people, he's rather impetuous where members of the so-called super race are concerned. Who are you? What place is this? As you can guess, from my leg. I'm a mutant. Mutant? Where? Where is Alan? Your friend is dead. Dead? I was not able to restrain my people in time to save him. Why don't you destroy me and get it over with? We do not kill for pleasure, Mr. Harland. Only when necessary. You know my name? I read your identification tag. Who are you? Mutants can't read. My name is Gregory. Gregory? I'm a leader of my people. You see, although we are unfortunate in our heredity, Mr. Hoyland, many of us are quite intelligent. And why do you live like animals? We'd rather live like free animals than like regimented slaves, as you do. I've heard you practice cannibalism. Undoubtedly, you hear many things about us. You turn your head. Why? That... That monster... I've never seen a creature like him. Bobo is an unfortunate. He was born without the power of speech. How can you tolerate such a monstrosity? We've learned to live with difference. If we began to destroy our imperfects as you do on the lower levels, there would soon be no one left. It violates the regulations. The word of Jordan you know, states Mr. Highland, that... Your people are really quite primitive and barbaric. You dare say that to me. I dare say a good deal more. Let us go to my compartment and speak further. I'm always interested in information on the lower levels. I'll give you no information. Bobo. No. I want Mr. Hoyland in my cabin, please. No. no. I would advise you to go quietly, Mr. Hoyland. Bobo has a hatred of superior beings, which is unfortunate, but quite understandable. Proceed. Enter, Mr. Hoyland. This is where you live? Yes. But you have books. Stolen from your libraries, Mr. Harland. Compton's Astrophysics, Philosophy of Interstellar Navigation, Celestial Mechanics. You've read these? Most of them. I had no idea that you... Why did you bring me here? What do you intend to do? Do you believe in Jordan, Mr. Harland? There is no other belief. And the trip... I suppose you believe in the trip, too. What else is there to believe? When you die, your remains are fed to the converter, and your soul makes the trip. And where does the trip take you? By to Centaurus, of course. Ah. And where or what is Centaurus? Centaurus is... Mind you, I'm just telling you the orthodox answer. Centaurus is where you arrive when you've made the trip. A place where everybody is happy and where there's always good eating. And you believe this? Well, the... Peasants believe it literally, but many of the younger scientists, like myself, know it is figurative and symbolic. Why do you ask? Did it ever occur to you, Mr. Hoyland, that the trip is exactly what your peasants believe it is? What? And that the ship and all the crew were actually going somewhere, moving? The sh ship can't go anywhere. It already is everywhere. Imagine a place bigger than the ship. Much bigger? bigger with a ship inside it, moving inside it. Can't be any place bigger than the ship. There just wouldn't be any place for it to be. Oh, for half's sake, listen. You know the lowest level? Of course. If you started digging a hole in the lowest level, where would that hole go? It's forbidden to think such thoughts. Where would it go? I can't think about it. 
Bobo. We're going to take Mr. Hoyland to the place. No. Where... Where are we going? To the top level. But that's sudden death. Nonsense. I've been there a thousand times. Come along. No, I won't. I won't. You can't make me. I think we can. No, no, please. Now, shall we proceed peacefully, or shall I have Bobo persuade you? Open the door, Bobo. Inside. place is this? This, Mr. Hoyland, is the main control room. Mr. Hoyland, you're trembling. It isn't true. No. No, there's no such place except in mythology. Ah, you younger men are so wise, Mr. Hoyland, except for one thing. This happens to be the main control room of the ship. Main control? But it's just a huge room with an instrument panel. And what did you expect? How do you know this is the main control room? See these instruments? Using them, the navigator, many hundreds of years ago, actually steered the ship on its voyage. I don't understand. I didn't suppose you would. Sit down. Very well. Look up. What do you see? A huge shield. Watch it for one moment, Mr. Hoyland. You're going to see something that few of us have ever been privileged to witness. What are you doing? I'm dimming the lights. Don't be frightened. Keep your eyes focused on the shield above us. Ready? It's sliding back. Coast of Jordan. Well? What am I seeing? The universe, Mr. Hoyland. The universe in all its beauty. The stars, the planets, the suns and moons and constellations. No. No, it can't be. The ship is the universe... There is nothing but the ship. Ah, but there it is. You see it before your eyes spread out like a canopy of glory. Do you still deny it? Answer me, Mr. Hoyland. Do you deny it? No. No, I can't deny it. They've lied. They lied to all of us. Good. Showed this to others of your people whom we captured, and though they saw it before their very eyes, they would not believe it. Please. Please tell me all about it. Tell me the truth about the ship and about the universe. What are these things? How did this come about? Many thousands of years ago, on a planet like those you have just seen, a planet called Earth, a scientist named Jordan decided to build a ship that would carry men from one planet to another. For many years, Jordan and thousands of others studied and planned. And when they were finished, they built the ship. A ship so large that it had to be assembled in its own orbit beyond a place called the moon. Sixty years it took them to construct. And when it was finished, a whole new science had been conceived. Then the trip was begun. The trip that was to land a colony of Earthmen on a far-off planet called Centaurus, millions of light years beyond the furthest planet ever reached before. How do you know these things? Among my books are the log which Jordan himself kept and the records of the journey for the first 40 years. What happened? There was a mutiny. A man named Hath led a rebellion of those who wanted to turn back. 
In the struggle, the navigators were killed, and the crew fell into a state of anarchy. In the years to follow, small groups of men tried to organize the ship for navigation, and each time they failed. Finally, the whole idea was abandoned. And so, for centuries, we have swung in space, unmanned, undirected, living in a lost world of our own making, without purpose, without direction. Why have you told me this? Can't you guess? You want to finish the trip. Yes, but I can't. You can't? Look at me, Mr. Hoyland. You see, a mutant, a man with a twisted leg. My people are outcasts, condemned to death if we so much as set foot in the lower levels of the ship. The main drive is in the lower levels where my people are forbidden to go. Oh, it would mean that both our people would have to work together. Our differences encouraged rather than denied. All right. I'll see the captain himself. I have an uncle on the central board. I'll tell him what I've seen here. And do you think he'll believe you? Send one of your people with me. That's asking a good deal. I'm risking a good deal by going back. Very well. Bobo will go with you. Bobo? He can't talk. There will be no need for talk. I will write a message guaranteeing safe conduct for a group of unarmed scientists to visit the main control room. Bobo will take you safely through our territory. What happens when you reach your own level is up to you. One moment. Yes, what... You. Quick, Uncle, let us in. Hey, but this, this mutant... He's harmless. Please, Uncle, please. Now, what is this? You want it for... I know all about that. Uncle, listen. I must see the captain. The captain? Are, are you mad? Uncle, you're a council member. You can get me to see He'll him. He'll kill you. You're one of the heresy. I don't care. I must speak with the captain. Now, Uncle, you're close to him. You can arrange it. I, I don't understand. Listen to me. The ship is moving. I can prove it. Do you understand? There is a purpose in the ship. I don't understand what you're babbling about. Now, never mind. Just talk to the captain. Tell him I have information of tremendous importance. Tell him I've arranged a truce with the mutants. Truce? Here, show him this paper. Signed by their leader. Do it, Uncle, for my sake. I don't know what... Uncle, please, if I'm to die, let this be my last request to you. Very well. I'll speak to the captain. <laughs> Mr. Hoyland, that you saw this with your own eyes? I swear it, Captain. I swear it on the word of Jordan. Hmm. Uh, let me see the paper again. Manderist, what do you think? I don't know, sir. It might be a trick. I guarantee you safe conduct. If these things are as Mr. Hoyland reports them, it would pay to risk a few lives. A man is a convicted heretic. Still, we must not discount his word. He has a safe conduct, and the mutant risked its life coming with him. I think we might investigate. Captain, you mean you will do it? I will have an expedition outfitted. Dismissed, Mr. Hoyland. Thank you, sir.
Captain Lee. Commander you... Earth. Sir. You will make the necessary arrangements for an expedition. And I trust you understand. Perfectly, sir. Perfectly. <laughs> Lieutenant. Mr. Harlem. Well, you better halt your men here. This is the spot. Patrol! Halt! Well, I see no welcoming party of mutants. <laughs> There'll be none. Their leader will meet you inside the main control room. You don't say. Just where is this main control room? Beyond that door. I see. All right, men. Ready up. Lieutenant. Why do you ready arms? In case of ambush. Ambush? Now, wait a minute, Lieutenant. What are those men doing with that ray gun? Just aiming it at the door. Are you mad? No, Mr. Hoyland, but most certainly you are to think that we could be lured up here to be slaughtered with a fantastic story about some mythical control room. Guns ready, Lieutenant, sir. Lieutenant, I warn you, these people have acted in good faith. You can't break that thing. Oh, mutant! Come out! For Jordan's sake, Hold Lieutenant! It. Quiet for comfort. Mutant! Open the door! Please, Jordan. Don't let anything happen. Don't let... Oh, it is opening. Ready, men. Someone's coming out. Steady. Gregory, stay back! Fire! You fools! You've killed him! Here come the rest of them. Fire! Fire! Fools! That should teach him a lesson they won't forget. All right, men, inside the room. Come on, Harlan. You're under arrest for the conspirator in this ambush. Ambush, you fool. You blind, stupid fool. All right, that'll be enough. You've been inside this place before? Yes. What's this machinery? These are the controls he would have used to steer the ship. He's gone out of his mind, Lieutenant. Steer the ship? Who? The leader, the one you killed. <laughs> this ugly mutant? This ugly mutant. Happened to be a man of true genius. Why, well, you're mad. Am I? Lieutenant, this man had a vision which would have saved you, but you chose to kill him because you couldn't stand the sight of his difference from you. Shut up, Highland. Don't listen to a man. You can't shut your eyes and you can't shut your minds and you can't shut your ears to this. The roof's moving back. Yes, look. Let the vision of this confound your ignorance and blind your eyes. This is the heritage of stars and open skies for which men have yearned for centuries. Try to destroy this, and you will only destroy yourselves. Death to the heritage. I, I say to you that you can't keep this from our people. They, they will seek it out. The ship will be manned. And the ship will be steered. And there will be freedom, purpose, and respect for ourselves. This is your heritage. Look. Look upon the universe. Kill him. X-1 has just brought you 
Universe. A story written by Robert Heinlein and adapted for radio by George Lefferts. Heard in the cast were Donald Buca as Hugh, Peter Capel as Gregory, Bill Griffiths as Alan, Abby Lewis as the woman, Edgar Staley as the witness, Jason Johnson as the uncle, John Seymour as the captain, and Ian Martin as the lieutenant. Your announcer is Fred Collins. X-1 is directed by Fred Way and is a transcribed NBC Radio Network production. And now, next week, next week we have a strange story to tell. A sweet, blood-curdling little story that is really only two sentences long. The last man on earth sat alone in a room. And then, there was a knock on the door. What knocked on that door? You'll find out next week on... X minus one. Meals on Wheels is dedicated to providing and delivering the nutritious meals that are necessary to prevent the premature institutionalization of San Francisco's homebound elderly. They are committed to fostering independent living with dignity for as long as possible. For more information, please call 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. He's on the right road 
He doesn't want to act on it No, I'm moving much too slow It doesn't seem to help a bit New York friend look for steady ground She doesn't want to slow, doesn't want to slow Doesn't want to slow, doesn't want to slow Doesn't want to slow down Don't need no good time fairies Good time fairies are ordinary No good time fairies Good time fairies are ordinary I don't need no good time fairies Tickle at your wrist Soft, lustrous hair that was shingled into a thousand short curls which kept running into one another framed a beautiful face, and a wisp of a smile that never seemed to leave her lips labeled her gentle people. I couldn't quite get over it. When we were inside the bar and seated at the table, she was still talking, and I was still thinking how lovely she was. Mr. Marlowe, Mr. Marlowe, are you listening? Hmm? Oh, yes, of course I am. Yes. Now, what I want you to do is simple, but very, very important. It, it must be done at once. It, Easy, easy, honey. That's not going to help any. Now, one step at a time. What is it, Charlie? I'm sorry. It's a terrible man named Marty Loomis. He lives here in Los Angeles on North Rossmore Street, number 7710, mm-hmm. a private house. He is the one who had the collection stolen from Vivian's father. I know hey, he hey, is... Hey, 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 wait a minute. Whoa. Slow around the corners, huh? Now, first of all, what's the collection of? Rubies, Mr. Marlowe. Rare pigeon blood rubies. Uh-huh. Exquisite ones. The 30 of them worth at least, the very least, $150,000. Tell me, are all the rubies as lovely as you are? Please, Mr. Marlowe. Okay, okay. Who's Vivian? My best friend. The girl I grew up with in Lyon. She's still in France, but I got out before the war to Mexico and Penada. Mm-hmm. Some friends at the Riviera Pacifico helped me to get to California. Vivian and her father, Maurice Chardot, an old man now. They lost everything they had. Family, a home, their business. And then they had only the rubies left. It should bring us to this guy, Loomis, huh? It does. Mr. Marlowe, he was in France only last month, a guest in the Chardot home, a charming American businessman who was going to buy the rubies. But I just wouldn't say when. Tell me, Charlene, did anybody actually see him take the stone? No, but uh. there's no doubt that he did it, Mr. Marlowe. He was one of the few persons who knew where Monsieur Chardot kept them. What about the police? Oh, no, no, Mr. Marlowe, not yet. Only when we know that Loomis still has the stones, when we know where the rubies are... You see, any hurried arrest would only mean that the jewels would be gotten rid of, gone forever. Why isn't Vivian here, uh, Monsieur Jardot? I told you. He is an old man, a broken man, and they are penniless. The rubies were going to be sold. That's why this, this Loomis was visiting with them. Now, please, Mr. Marlowe, can you do this for me? Can you find out where the jewels are? It, it would mean so much if we can return them. So much. Yeah. Where can I find you later, Charlene? I live at the Bradford Farm. The telephone. God bless the grass that grows through the crack. They roll the concrete over it to try and keep it back. The concrete gets tired of what it has to do. It breaks and it buckles and the grass grows through. 